Hello and welcome to the Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge podcast. I'm your host, John Carlin, and this is the podcast where I tell you about everything going on in Virginia's Blue Ridge. Technically, I'm talking about Roanoke, Roanoke County, the city of Salem, Botetourt, and Franklin counties, but we'll talk about stuff here that happens all, all around our region. And I have to mention that right here in Virginia's Blue Ridge, we are known as America's East Coast mountain biking capital and we have put a flag in the ground and we can own that we are a uh, ride center designated by the international mountain biking association at the silver level and that is a huge accomplishment there are very very few areas even around the entire united states that can claim that silver level so There you go. Bring your mountain bike. Come visit us. And if you live here, you already know that. Uh, Virginia's Blue Ridge is nestled in the Blue Ridge Mountains. The Blue Ridge Parkway passes right through our region. And if you want to come and play in the mountains and enjoy a Metro Mountain adventure, a Metro Mountain mix, if you will, you'll find it here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. And all the info on everything we talk about here is always in the show notes, and you can find it at our website, visit vbr.com. Today, I'm going to be talking about a unique store here in the area called Dilly Dally. The store dates back to 1910. And uh, just to give you an idea what we're talking about, think of it like a general store in a quiet little neighborhood. They sell fresh-made sandwiches every day. They make their own cornbread. They sell ice cream, and they have unique uh, ice cream flavors. Uh, they even have a flavor named after the potholes in the state of Michigan. I kid you not. And then a part of the proceeds from that particular flavor go back to the state of Michigan to fix the potholes in the state. And if you've ever lived up north, you know how bad the, the roads can be after a winter of snow and potholes are, are a big issue. So uh, Lisa is going to talk about it. I'm going to ask her about that when we get into the interview portion of the podcast. But that, again, this is, this is the type of place we're talking about at Dilly Dally. They have a huge selection of made in Virginia products and, and locally made products. They even sell some fishing gear, but they have craft beers. They have locally made flour uh, from a local mill, uh, and Lisa's going to talk about that. Just to, and then there's just a huge sense of friendly service and a, a sense of community that's just very genuine. So this is like an old-fashioned general store with nice modern uh, amenities, but amenities with a nod to to our local community. So I'll be talking with Lisa Garst, who owns Dilly Dally with her husband, and she's just going to talk all about the store and that unique atmosphere I mentioned. And I think when you listen to her, you're going to hear how the store is really just an extension of of her and her family's desire to be a part of this community and do things the right way, the way that anybody would hope to do them if you were to open a business and just a friendly and inviting atmosphere at the Dilly Dally. Good place to hang out, eat your ice cream, sit on the front porch, sit on the picnic table in the back. And Lisa will be talking about all of that coming up on the Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge podcast. back to the Visit BBR podcast and joining me now is the owner of the Dilly Dally store in Salem, Lisa Garst. Lisa, thank you for joining me today. Hey, it's fun to be here. Thank you for asking me. 
So Dilly Dally is, it's a unique store. Um, I ride, it's kind of on the, one of my regular bike rides from the Cave Spring area of Roanoke over towards Green Hill Park and I go through the intersection and I look up and for years that store was vacant and now all of a sudden it's, just, it's this really cool place. How, take, give me the history of this place. Oh, um, I'm glad you think it's cool. That means a lot. Um, the building itself was built in 1910 and um, it was a staple of South Salem for years. Um, a neighborhood grocery store, a place where people got credit during World War II, um, so many people around on this side of town have really fond memories of it as a grocery store and um, just, like I said, a neighborhood gathering spot. Um, and then it became sort of a catch-all. One time it was an antique store, one time it was a church, and then in the 80s and 90s, the McNulty brothers turned it into a dilly-dally convenience market. Um, and they had that for a couple, for probably a couple of decades, 20, 25 years or so. And, um, after they passed away, or Mr. Roger McNulty passed away, um, the building sat vacant for 10 years. And people just really missed it. It just was like a hole in the community over here. And my husband and I had the opportunity to buy the building. Um, unfortunately, it was in a historic, it was in a floodplain. So we had to do a historic rehab to get it back up and running. And um, that took a little bit more time than we'd want it because there was a lot of anticipation in the community about having this place up and running again. And we laughed about whether we would call it the Dilly Dally after, after what it had been. And I've lived in Salem long enough to know that if I didn't call it the Dilly Dally, whatever I called it, somebody would say, it's the old Dilly Dally. And so it's the Dilly Dally now. It's more of a country store, not a convenience store, but we still have modern conveniences. And um, we also have an ice cream parlor and a small cafe. We pack a lot into our 1,300 square feet. 1,300 square feet. Okay. So I, I, that's, uh, that's not huge, but I, I'm, I'm looking over your shoulder right now on our Zoom call and it, there's a lot going on in there. So what do, I know you guys sell ice cream, you sell sandwiches, and then you, and you've got some interesting merch and a great little logo. So what would you say most people come to Dilly Dally for? Let's start with that. Well, if you're one of our neighborhood kids, you come for candy. We have a crazy amount of candy. Um, we love our neighborhood children and we try to keep well, supply, well supplied with fun things that they might like, things that'll brighten their day and that are very affordable. Also, we do a lot of gift baskets. We're very... Um, concentrated on local and Virginia made products. And so we um, will do gift baskets for realtors and um, bankers and special occasions and really um, anything that people might want to do to showcase the area. Anything from local honey to soaps, to candles, to truffles. we really try to carry a wide range of local and Virginia made. That's really important to us. We feel like that helps us anchor ourselves in the community. And you're kind of known for your ice cream too. Yeah, the ice cream's super good. The name of the ice cream is Ashby Sterling Ice Cream, and it's out of Michigan, but we get it from our rough down in Abington. So we have a pretty local source for that too. And um, all I can tell you about the ice cream is it's all the fat and all the sugar. And we uh, make no uh, apologies for that. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> right, good. Well, no, if you're going to splurge, you might as well splurge, right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Right. So would you have a full selection of flavors like a typical ice cream shop would or? Oh, yeah. I mean, you want um, vanilla and chocolate. Those are the staples. But then we branch out into probably our most popular flavor is called Michigan Pothole. And it is chocolate upon chocolate, fudge, chocolate, 
two or three different types of chocolate. And the funny thing about it is it was created in Michigan and they donate 10% of all the profits back to the state of Michigan to actually fix their roads, which is why it's called Michigan pothole. So that's a pretty funny story, but we also have jacked up Tennessee toffee, which is um, has a little hint of bourbon and caramel. And then we have um, probably a cult favorite, which is Nana's banana pudding, which everybody's like, I don't know if I'm going to like that or not. And then they take one taste of it and it's like, a banana pudding you got at your church social. It's just amazing. And which is uh, th- that banana pudding that you get at the church social is fantastic. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. Exactly. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so now I'm intrigued when I come by because I don't know if I want something because it's just called Michigan pothole or something that I know I'm going to love, which is uh, Nana's banana pudding. But uh, Well, yeah. one thing we do is we let everybody have as many free samples as they want. So you don't have to commit without, you know, a little pre-advanced planning. Now, you guys sell a special flower there that's made locally. Yes, we do. Um, That is quite the draw. It is the Big Spring Mill flower. Um, It's made out in Elliston. And we go out there every few weeks and pick it up as needed. And we make sure we always have plenty of that in stock. Plus, we use their cornmeal for the cornbread we make in my husband's grandfather's or grandmother's cast iron skillet. So we make our own cornbread. We use the Big Spring Mill cornmeal mix, and we have that every day for our clients. I have been to Big Spring Mill. In fact, I did a, I did a television story, uh, maybe it's 10 years ago now, and I took a tour and spent a day there. And that's one of these little jewels that you just don't know is even there, tucked away you know, in the countryside. Oh, you're exactly right. I bet the first time I went out to pick up our load, it took me 15 minutes of driving around on the phone with them. And finally, the young woman on the phone said, go down a road that doesn't look like you should go down it. And that's where we are. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, and it's just so old fashioned, but they they really do. Uh, they have a superior product in my mind. Oh, I really, again, it's got such a following, especially their season flour. If you're right. making gravy in this area, that's what you want. And then, of course, their biscuit flour also just so light and fluffy. Yeah, and I think I I bought packages of each and gave them to my mother for Christmas, and she still bugs me. So, uh, (laughs) uh, but, you know, uh, now I know that I have a ready source. I'll come by Dilly Dally and get it from you. So, uh, and you've got some interesting merch, and I'm trying to remember. There's like people accuse me of doing something, but I'm really Dilly Dally. And what what is that? Oh, um, we have a T-shirt that says, I hate being accused of lollygagging when I'm clearly Dilly Dallying. That's it. (laughs) Lollygag, right. Okay. Um, And then um, you sell sandwiches as well? We do. We have um, a barbecue pulled pork sandwich, which is sort of a Virginia style barbecue with a sweet tomato base. We make our own chicken salad and we make our own pimento cheese. And um, we've worked with um, Chef Jeff. If you knew um, Chef Jeff from his previous career with U.S. Foods, he was also the chef at the um, Chef Circle at the Farmer's Market. And he helped us create a uh, potato salad recipe. That's Chef Jeff Bland. And so we've worked with him. And um, we're just uh, really hitting the ground running with our chicken salad, making it every every day, every other day, because it's selling out every day. It's really popular. Wow. So would you say that most people come to see you? Because I'm looking at your at your menu. So you've got you've got fancy hot dogs, <laughs> you've got a pimento cheese sandwich, chicken salad wrap. Is the majority of your business the sort of walk-in food business? It's probably during lunchtime, absolutely. Um, We have a lot of folks coming in. You know, the school schedules are all over the place right now. 
And um, so many parents and grandparents are coming in with their children um, for after school specials or to break up the day. They get some ice cream. They walk around. They visit with us. We we know the kids by name by now and um, just really happy to see them trying to try and break up their day a little bit. And um, so I would have to say, you know, on a warm day, it can be all ice cream. Um, we also have homemade some homemade soups and uh, chilies and pinto beans. So depending on the weather, depends on sales. We're very, very seasonal in terms of that. Gotcha. Okay, great. Uh, and then do I see that you can get a peanut butter and banana sandwich? You can. And we'll uh, even throw some hot honey on it for you if you want. We oh, sell wow. AR's, hot, AR's Virginia Made Hot Honey. And so we will put that on there. And it's actually the secret ingredient in our pimento cheese. So, so man, give me your, you've got this like family community philosophy. Can you, can you talk about that for a second? I'm, I'm yeah, that's, a hard time that's probably, your on it, but yeah. That's probably the most important reason why my husband and I wanted to do this place. We just really felt called. Um, the building, like I said, had been vacant and, um, we just wanted it to be a place where people could gather, where we could show hospitality and make people feel welcome. Um, I wish that I could say our grand business plan was more elaborate than that, but it really wasn't. It was to show hospitality. And then from that grew the things that people like. Um, everybody likes ice cream. People like hot dogs, candy, Virginia made. The store kind of grew around what people told us they wanted. And I hope that we can always feel that need in the community. But, you know, our motto here is... Um, each shop gather. And unfortunately, we haven't ha been able to have as much of the gathering part. Kind of our slogan that we put on our t-shirts is spread some sunshine. And we really, it's just absolutely essential. All of our employees believe it. They show it every day. We want people to leave here feeling better than when they came. And that's, that's really what we're here doing. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, and you've got that big front porch there where, where people really can gather uh, in a non-COVID environment. And, and does that actually happen when we're not in a pandemic? Um, it does. We've got our tables spaced six feet apart, little cafe tables. And um, I tell you what, it's nothing to have little kids out there eating ice cream when the temperature is in the 40s. They, they don't mind it at all. Ice cream is good all the time. We also have a backyard with picnic tables that we put back there. And so um, in the summertime, that got a lot of use. We just opened last June and last summer that that picnic area was heavily visited. All right. So if I, that's behind the store. Yeah. Right behind the store. We have a backyard. Uh, I see, I, of course, I've only seen it from the front when I go by on my bicycle. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I also I, I go over there and fish occasionally and I see that you sell fishing supplies. Do you, do you really sell fishing supplies? I have a worm fridge. Yes. Okay. So, right. yes, I never knew I would be a worm proprietist. Is that a word? But there you have it. Yes. <laughs> so we sell fishing worms during the season. Right now they're not in season. They, right. they do have seasons. Um, but we also sell missile baits, which, as you may know, John Crew is a bass master. And he's located here in Salem, as is his company, and we sell missile baits. They helped us um, select baits, which are specific just to the river, not to the lake. So we have really? a lure. <laughs> really? So, so that's like a lure? Yes. Mm -hmm. Huh. Now, you know what? I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm behind the curve because I'm not up to speed on that. And it's called missile baits. Yes. Mm -hmm. baits. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to get on that. And, and so that's just for the Roanoke river. So it's for, it's for trout and smallmouth bass and, and small sunfish and that kind of stuff. Yeah. We um, probably could catch a perch, anything from a perch to a trout. 
Okay, mm -hmm. beautiful. All right, I love it. And you've got a craft beer selection? We do. We um, have, that's another thing that grew up out of customer requests. In the beginning, we carry the basics plus some local favorites. And then as customers would come in and say, hey, can you find XYZ for me? I'd say, I don't know. Let me see. And I'd talk to my distributors. And if they could find it, we'd bring it in for the customer. Outstanding. And then, so, uh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm clicking around your website. You also have wine, right? You can't have <laughs> beer without wine. Well, that's that's true. Um, we are technically, this is what's pretty funny. We're technically classified as a gourmet shop. So we have meats, cheeses, and wines. And um, one day we hope to be able to have wine tastings as part of our gatherings here at the Dilly Dally. We would love to be able to extend that, you know, that warm welcome into the winter when people are ready to cozy up and, and sample some wine and think about things they want to do. Hopefully next fall, we would like to be able to see that as part of our plan. So we do have a large selection of Virginia-made products um, in terms of the wine as well from Chateau Morissette and Barbersville and those locations. Yes, got it, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm curious about your customer base. Are you getting people from the neighborhood who stop by primarily? Do people drive to your store? Um, it's a mix. I would say that, um, you know, again, the, the neighbors are very supportive. The, um, outlying areas of uh, South Salem and Glenver as people come through here for their work pattern. And then also we have some loyal customers from across Salem and Bruno County and even Cave Spring. I know, I know that sounds like you'd be surprised, but when I say even Cave Spring that somebody would drive, but chicken salad and pimento cheese are that good. And um, they also come and usually get a quart of ice cream about once a week too. So um, we've been really blessed in terms of people hearing about us. The word of mouth has been really strong and just wanting to come in and check us out. And I think that's probably the biggest surprise as they walk through the door. And they're probably their first impression is, oh, that's it. But then after they spend 10 or 15 minutes, they always say, wow, y'all pack a lot in here. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> So uh, I don't know if we've really gone over all of your made in Virginia products. You, you probably have some Virginia Diner peanuts. We do, we have the Virginia Diner peanuts. We have AR's hot honey. We have Gunther's gourmet salsa. And um, I think it's really important people know the Gunther story. That's the Lampros family from here in Roanoke, Michael Lampros. Um, it's made in Richmond. And um, Gunther was actually the name of his boxer, one of his original boxers, a rescue boxer. And so a percentage of his sales go back to rescue work. So that's sort of the backstory on that. We also have Sun and Spruce Soap, which is made by a local couple here that grew up in Salem. Um, and that's become a big favorite. We have North Mountain Candles, which are from um, right here in Roanoke County. We have oh, Herbert's, this is a new addition. We have Herbert's Gourmet Foods. Um, she's a retired teacher from Fluvanna who dedicates her profits to mental health. Uh, we also have some uh, very healthy jerky. I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but it's true. It's a very healthy jerky out of Independence, Virginia. And so if we can find, find something fun and local, we try to bring it in. Um, about three or four weeks ago, my husband and I drove up to Charlottesville. We met a retired orthopedic surgeon who's now making um, barbecue sauce. And it's made in Charlottesville. It's called the Bone Doctor's Barbecue Sauce. And it's selling great. 
The other product we have is out of Lynchburg and it's Stone Spice by Josh Stone, who is a, a young entrepreneur who's created a spice company. So, well, this is really cool. Now, uh, and, and so I feel like I've been riding right by this gem in my hurry to, uh, you know, get out to Green Hill Park so I can turn around and then come back home. Um, do you get anybody stopping on the bicycle? We do. We get a lot of cyclists coming through and we always stock chocolate milk for you, John. We know that's oh, a recovery fuel. <laughs> that's a great recovery fuel. Yeah. Do you sell uh, like any of the energy bars or anything like that? Cliff bars? We do. We do. We have a lot of the high protein bars. We have vegan bars. We have um, an assortment for folks who may want to, you know, vary away from the hot dog selection. And I know this may not be the most, um, let's see, gentle thing to say, but we have very clean bathrooms also. <laughs> Well, you know what? <laughs> you know, because, uh, you know, when you ride a bike in remote areas and sometimes you stop at these country stores and uh, I wouldn't describe all the bathrooms as clean. I just, well, I'm a mom and um, I know what it's like to take your child into places. And so it's important to me that it stays clean. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, good for you. And thank you for that. That's awesome. Thank you. So, you know, I, I I'm not sure who our audience is with this podcast yet because we're so new. I think we have a, a, a pretty good number of people who are local. Uh, and if they're not already intrigued, they should be. And they should be planning a stop to come see you because you've got sort of a, a unique set of offerings. And, and, and I think it's worth the drive. I live in Cape Spring. And, you know, if I can ride my bike there, I can certainly drive there. But then I think, you know, people from out of town, if they're looking for that sort of genuine experience and then they're looking for a souvenir, they're looking for a unique gift, uh, it sounds like you've got the whole spectrum covered and they can get lunch or, or even a Nathan's hot dog while they're there. They sure can. And not only that, but we um, keep all of the brochures from Virginia Tourism and from um, Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge. So if um, our guests to the area need a map or some references, we're happy to help them with those things. I think another important thing that I should mention is that we're dog friendly. We love our, our dogs. My Labradors come when they can. Um, the dogs are not allowed in the cafe because of food rules. However, they are allowed in the general store and in the general seating areas outside. And we usually keep a snack or two behind the counter for them so that they all feel spoiled and know that they're welcome at the dilly dally. Oh, that's outstanding. That's outstanding. So we've had everything in here from baby pit bulls to giant Bernie's mountain dogs and everything in between. So, okay. Awesome. Well, uh, my boxer rescue Dougal, <laughs> and he really is because uh, my, my wife works at the SPCA and I, and we've, uh, we rescued him at the beginning of the pandemic. It was supposed to be uh, a very short foster. And then because of the pandemic, it got extended to two months. And so now I have a rescue boxer. <laughs> it's amazing. Funny how that works out. <laughs> it really is. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to add? Oh, uh, I would just like to say that um, everybody thinks their staff is the best, but ours really are. Um, we are staffed with local high school students and local um, recent college grads and uh or excuse me high school grads who are in college now and they just they really get what we're trying to do here they get the idea that um our job is to first and foremost make everybody feel welcome and then if we can help them have a sweet treat or something yummy and send them on their way then we're happy to do that too but if they just pop in to get a drink and get directions then 
they are welcome. Um, that's that's the most important thing is that everybody's welcome at the Dilly Dally. Please, thank you for joining us here on the Visit VBR podcast. Thanks, John. We really appreciate your time. So thanks to Lisa Garst, and as soon as the weather breaks, I want to hop on my bike and ride over to Dilly Dally and make it a regular stop on the loop that you heard me mention that I ride from my house. You know, by the way, Lisa and uh, her husband bought that store back in 2018. They took a full year to do the historic rehab, and then they opened the store in June of 2020. Talk about difficult timing right in the midst of the pandemic, but they're doing well, and how great is it going to be? when things open up again. So the people are getting their shots now as I speak here in February of 2021. And uh, and I just feel like, you know, by the end of 2021, uh, if the vaccine works as well as anticipated, things will open up and, and the dilly-dally will really, really get going and start to feel its oats as it were. A couple of other things. If you're planning a trip to Virginia's Blue Ridge, we talk about that Metro Mountain Mix, Metro Mountain Adventure. This is an outdoor playground where hiking, bicycling, fishing, shopping uh, all abound in the midst of this small city atmosphere. And and we've got some cool cities. We've got Roanoke, which is sort of the capital of the western half of Virginia. It's the biggest city in the western part of the state. And then we've got Salem and we've got Vinton uh, and the towns of Rocky Mount, Buchanan, all these little towns. And every town has its own little unique personality and flavor. We talk about Dilly Dally today, which is Salem. Um, but there's all these cool things to do around here. And then the mountains and this playground all around us. So the Roanoke River comes through the region. In fact, it's right there behind the neighborhood where Dilly Dally is located. And then it's great for tubing. It's great for kayaking. Uh, fishing is, is really good in the Roanoke River. Certain parts of it are open for trout fishing. There's a special regulation session uh, section. Uh, for fly fishing and I have fished that on numerous occasions and, and it's really really very pretty and sort of an unknown gem. The Roanoke River Greenway follows the river. It's great for running, biking, you're walking your dog. Uh, it's flat, it's pretty. Uh, it strolls through a number of parks. There are playgrounds and picnic shelters along the Greenway. And then if you come into the city of Roanoke, you're going to find that sort of metro attraction. Uh, Roanoke is a city of about 100,000, and the surrounding counties will add another couple hundred thousand. Uh, but we have the O. Winston Link Museum, the Transportation Museum of Virginia, which is awesome, especially if you are interested in railroading. And then there's the Taubman Museum of Art, and that's just to name a couple. And then we have this uh, this thing called Center in the Square, which includes the Pinball Museum. So you pay a fee, and then you can play pinball to your heart's content on as many machines as you have ever seen in one place at one time. Then uh, a couple of floors above that, there's the Science Museum of Western Virginia, uh, which is interesting for kids uh, and adults. Uh, and then in the atrium at Center in the Square, I have to mention there's a display of great aquariums. 
featuring an 8,000-gallon living reef system full of fish that maybe you know as Nemo and Dory. Uh, and then there are aquariums with turtles, jellyfish, and, and you name it. And uh, I have a personal connection. I help consult on, on all of the aquariums there. I'm a bit of a, an aquarium geek and, and uh, actually have a company that takes care of those aquariums. So I've got to mention those. But you can walk in the atrium when centers open and, and all the aquariums are, are free uh, to the public. So you walk in and you walk around and, and just enjoy that for a little while. Uh, now, Virginia's Blue Ridge also features brew pubs, uh, shopping on the downtown market, great restaurants, and we host a lot of sports tournaments here. So maybe you're bringing your kids to come play softball, volleyball, soccer, basketball, whatever. Uh, we have field and gyms galore, and, and we host a lot of tournaments. And when the kids aren't playing, maybe you're looking for something to do. So maybe you found the podcast that way. Um, but I would suggest that, that, you, uh, that you check out uh, anything that I've already mentioned. And just outside of town is Explore Park in Roanoke County, and that's right off the Blue Ridge Parkway. And for a couple of years now, they've uh, offered Treetop Quest, which is zip lining, and then some some sort of aerial obstacle courses with all levels of ability. Uh, there are cabins you can stay at there, yurts, and a growing network of mountain bike trails at the Explore Park. And if you're looking for the ultimate guide to what's going on, no matter what, here in Virginia's Blue Ridge, just check out Visit VBR. Blogs, maps for cycling, waterfall hikes, uh, the restaurants I've mentioned, the museums I've mentioned. We have a Cheers Trail, which guides you through the local brew pubs, wineries, and distilleries. And there's a nice prize if you check in at a few of them. And then every place you go, if you tell them that you're working the Cheers Trail and you show them the app on your phone, you'll get a discount on one of their products. So, uh, and you download that app, by the way, from the, from the Visit VBR website. Uh, there's a, a complete list of places to stay, whether it's our local bed and breakfasts or maybe even the Grand Old Lady, the Hotel Roanoke. Uh, so uh, there's just lots and lots of things to do here in the region. So we talk about this Metro Mountain Adventure here in Virginia's Blue Ridge, the Mount, East Coast Mountain Biking capital. So, hey, if you come, no matter what you do, take a picture, take a selfie, you and your friends, and then use the hashtag trail setter. And that is one way that, that we can all say that you, we did something fun in Virginia's Blue Ridge. So hashtag trail setter. Post your pictures there and, and again. So thanks to, uh, I want to say thanks to Lisa Garst for joining me here on the Visit VBR podcast. Be sure to check out the store Dilly Dally. Great place to get a souvenir. Great place to get a bite to eat. And I hope you'll uh, you'll check it out. All the information will be in the show notes. Don't forget to follow their Facebook page, which will be in the show notes. And just to let you know, we'll have another podcast coming out soon. And I hope to see you here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. <laughs>